Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Can I ask you, Rob, something as well? Just very quickly. How much do you hate Kelly Slater? Because <laughs> I reckon you hate him. <laughs> do, you, do you know him? Uh, yeah, he, he DMs me occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> He's just yeah, asking yeah. me for I coolest figured. tips. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know if you guys were in on this together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, actually, I have a question. So basically, in the movie, um, you know, you talk about when Kelly stole your board, one of your boards. Yeah, right? yeah. And he put, his, he put his traction pad on it and, and all his stickers and stuff. And then, and then, but then I watched that. And I was like, but I remember reading that you stole your first Elmer, you stole from him. Wow. So See? actually, it was payback. So it's payback. He just waited until it was like we were both fighting for a world title. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it was like a very important board. See, when I stole his board, we were like, yeah. you know, 14, 15. But did and, he like use it? He and it was it. a board that he didn't care about. But do you think he held it back? So, so, he, so he's like, I'm not going to steal his board yet. I'm going to wait till we're both wait. going for the world title and then I'm going to steal his critical, board. Critical, critical. So, that, was, that was probably our. our I don't know if you call it the lowest or the highest point yeah. of our, uh, you know, yeah. conflict. Conflict, yeah. But, but it's, uh, how? And it could also, so with someone like Kelly Slater, right? Who is, uh, you know, he's he's sort of, you know, you guys are sort of toe and toe with like the best, right? In that in a sense, you know, you guys are legends in the sport. How, how do you how do you keep the competitiveness, but also that friendship kind of going? How does that that work? Well, yeah, that was and and like when this incident happened and the stealing of the surfboard we were number one and two in the world we were traveling around the world together we had our group of guys uh from the momentum generation it was it was radical it was intense man it's yeah. we're all like hanging free surfing together and filming for movies and then at the same time the next day we're in a heat together and you're being forced to essentially compete for money yeah and we're going yeah. out putting jerseys on trying to like kill each other yeah and then you got to come in back to the beach and take your jersey off. And yeah. You're like, hey, good heat, man. <laughs> well, that's just And then let's go, let's go surf again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so but it's like intense. I think I might be bipolar. Because of it, <laughs> yeah, you know? dude, that's the most and, insane and thing. And that moment when um, Kelly put his hand up for the high five. I mean, I guess you've done a lot of like you had a lot of introspection on that moment about whether that was like. Wait, explain, but explain this for the listener. Explain this more. Okay, to the so listener. so in the in the sort of it wasn't the it wasn't the final heat or was it was it the final semi-final semi-final yeah. it was a semi-final but like nineteen ninety five nineteen ninety five and and uh, Kelly had to win to win win the world title. So he had to win the heat <clears throat> to win the world title. Or no, he had to get to the final. Okay, um, but then uh, so then so so uh, he had. He would have had priority, so Rob would have had priority, but but uh, Kelly put his hand up and, and basically got Rob to uh, give him a high five, which, which, so Rob basically did a cutback and came and gave him a high five, which then meant that Kelly had priority on the next wave 
and and what? what? Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, so explain this. So, Robbie, why don't you explain this in in simple terms? So, so, so what? So what have? So what exactly happened at this moment? So there's the wave actually right there. So, so yeah, that's and he put his he put his hands up, and then he comes out of this big barrel, and then and then and then Kelly puts his hand up, and there's loads of speculation that he did it consciously so that he would so that, so that Kelly would jump him in priority for the next wave so in, in terms of like a heat when you're surfing you have to take it in turns right so, so you get one then the, your competitor gets one and you do it right. back and forward like that and it's based on uh, whoever reaches the lineup first yeah so the first guy out to the lineup they give priority and you have choice of any way that comes in and the other guy has to get out of your way so it's you know but then obviously if, if you are then behind him for the next wave then you, he gets priority right yeah because I, I had, because there's like, as I said, there's like some, there's like sort of rules, right, in surfing. Right. Apparently, if you steal someone's wave, you are not getting drinks down the bar afterwards. Apparently, you are literally <laughs> like the low. Apparently, the people have had like fights in the water over these things, haven't <laughs> oh, they? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that true? Yeah. It gets heated, man. It gets super heated. You took my wave? <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the most intense thing in the entire world. Yeah. It gets pretty full. But I mean, getting back to that whole high five Mm. scenario it was yeah there's there's both sides you know i mean to look at it a lot of people say kelly did it on purpose to like distract me to get priority to get the next wave and i find it hard to believe i I don't i can't speak for kelly but yeah but he was so competitive you know like more than like more competitive than anyone really anyone so if anyone was gonna do that in a calculating way yeah, it would maybe be him. And, but, but what? But what? Do you, do you, but so, you, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying it is. But I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. Like, there, I guess there's. I guess it's unfortunate for him if he didn't do it like in a calculating way because he, he claims that it, that it had nothing to do with that. It was just really it came down to like two friends being out in the water together, and yeah. you know he saw me get this beautiful wave, and he wanted to high five. But then we're battling for a world title. Yeah. at the same time, so it's like hard for people to even comprehend that. Mm. You know, like. Being being the most competitive surfer yeah. on the planet and having won eleven world titles now, you just think that that's not even fathomable, right? Yeah. yeah. But so 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 he's but but you're incredibly competitive as well, right? You you you. you I was yeah yeah yeah, and you wanted to win yeah. more than anything. So I mean, how was Kelly Sater more competitive than you? I don't think he was. He just he probably <laughs> was just more like an aggressive kind of character, I suppose, right? I, I think Kelly, I had to find a way, just me personally, the way I dealt with it was I I had to figure out a way to go out and be really highly competitive while I was in the water, but then leave it in the water and, mm. and come back to land and, and be able to chill out. Whereas Kelly, like he sat around and thought about things and really like I'd see him on flights, like, like you know, reading the ratings and figuring out how many points he needed to really? do this or that. And, you know, he was just very, he just, it it's was like Lance Armstrong to, to surfing. Well, obviously no analyzing. Yeah. Yeah. analyzing. It's like what Francis does on Instagram every day, reads his likes and, and yeah, his yeah. comments. I think he's projecting. <laughs> a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So, and then, and then what, what was the moment I suppose when you decided to kind of retire in a sense, because I mean, I feel like you probably think that you're, you could still surf as well and all those kind of things. And, and also there's that thing now which people just say, as you're getting older, sure, when you're younger, you probably have more energy in a sense. But as you get older, you, you're you more wise, you understand the waves more, you understand everything right. more. So surely you may become better. So was it a hard decision to suddenly go, you know what, that's 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 me out. I, I, I'm, I'm done for the moment. Yeah, the decision was kind of made for me, which was a little bit weird. And it was, it was strange at first. Um, 
you know, it was, I felt like it was premature in my mm. surfing career. Um, I just finished third in the world. Uh, it was in the year, uh, it was 2000. Um, I just won the pipe masters and, um, 2001 was a shortened year due to 9-11. Um, I missed a couple of events. I broke my hand. I had an injury. How did you break your hand actually? Surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I applied for an injury wild card um, and I thought I was a pretty good candidate to get it. And, and the end of the year came and back then it was really ghetto. Um, they basically had all the surfers on tour come in and vote yeah. for the injury wild card, which is really strange, right? Yeah. So you had to be voted to be brought on. Yeah. To be brought along on the tour with an injury. To, to you know, everyone, like literally guys show, show up at the meeting, the injury wild card meeting on crutches and like, you know, rolling in yeah. like, oh yeah, I broke, you know, I broke my ankle or I did this or did that. And, and, uh, and, and you have to make your case. And then your peers vote on it. What? <laughs> what? But surely so, they wouldn't want to vote you in because you, they were like, we're not going to vote in Rob because he's going to beat us. Like, so, yeah. so, obviously so there's gonna, a conflict of interest. I think we vote conflict. in the guy who broke his back. Right? So he's going to be like, no. It's super strange. Yeah. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. So When did they stop doing that? Yeah. Because it seems really know. like... It was so wrong. Yeah. It was but, so wrong. So, so, so you, I got voted off the tour basically by the surfers. So then I was super bitter. Like I was, yeah. I was pissed off. And, and then very shortly after that was when you did that interview, right? Yeah. So yeah. what do you think, can, do, you, do you remember doing that interview? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was, I, was, I was pissed off, man. I thought everyone on tour, I was just like, well, F you guys, yeah. man. Because like, that's I, really quite brutal, isn't it? Yeah. But, and I felt like, like you said, like as far as like mentally, physically, I was like just getting into my prime. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. And all of a sudden, like I was demoted down to doing the qualifying tour. I would have had to go back on the qualifying circuit for an entire year and, you know, grind it out there and then to make it back on tour. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So I, I, so I have to say like with the film, I, I, I found it. So it was, there was definitely for me, like a big sense of nostalgia because of obviously momentum to, you know, and obviously growing up surf, surfing and, and looking up to you guys, it was, uh, it, and, and also, you know, that's why I was really into punk music back mm. then. And, and just like, explain the film more for us. So, so, so it's, it's essentially like Momentum 1, well, it was just called Momentum, mm. was um, a film by Taylor Steele base, basically filming this group of guys out uh, at Pipeline on the North Shore. And uh, basically this group, they, they all congregated around this guy called Benji Weatherly's house. And they basically, and this guy who was just there at the at the at the right time, yeah. right, Taylor Steele, and just had a camera and made this first mo movie and set it to punk music. And you got to so, to set the premise like all surf movies before that were shot on like sixteen millimeter film, like Endless Summer, and like all and this it was just slow motion, in exotic, and in exotic very, locations. Like, oh, so it's like oh, look at the location and the sunsets, and yeah. this but, is how they this glide. Was, this what I used to see on like on like. Like those, like Sky Channels. You would yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day. You'd watch. It would just be like gliding across. But this, water was, this was like like revolutionary, really, because it was it was it was it was shot in real time, but it had punk music, and it just fit so perfectly, and it, it created this punk like like wave like wave of punk music across like America, really. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was particularly coastal towns. Yeah, yeah. The edits were just like fast and and yeah. hard and and just like just the best surfing 
uh, that was going on and the most high performance surfing to just full on punk rock. Yeah. And it was like, if you wanted to get amped to go surfing, that's what you want. And we used to make like little, like basically we used to, uh, pay homage to the, to that, that kind of filmmaking. We used to make our little skate movies and surf movies and set it to punk rock, like Nerfex and yeah. anti-flag and all, all those stuff. bands. Like, yeah. like for example, Pennywise, Pennywise had, had released an album or two albums and they're, they kind of, had their little wave of success and they had totally dipped down. They're all like, okay, we're going to go get a job and just, yeah. you know, and Taylor's movies started using the, uh, their music yeah. and their music just took and off. And then they started touring again. Yeah. And they've been a band ever since. Like it just like went through the roof. And did, so, so your, your band Sack Lunch. Yeah. Is that still, are you still touring with Sack Lunch? Or? We, we're, we're playing a show uh, in November. Yeah. Really? For, first one in probably like 10 years. But, really? Where yeah. is, whereabouts is it? We're going to play in Solana Beach and uh, mm. Maybe California. I'll come along. Yeah, come come over. The Offspring's playing too. Oh, really? And it's Unwritten really, Law. I loved Offspring as well. Right. I had a big Offspring poster in my room. Hey, everyone, we're going to come back with Private Parts in just one second, just after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now back to the podcast. But also, I, I imagine that you're constantly asked to like make movies and do these kind of things the whole time. How do you pick and choose what you want to do, right? Because that, that's probably the tricky thing that every, you know, every single person going, let's make a movie, let's make a movie. So how do you go, okay, right, this is the one I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's fun, actually, uh, you know, being able to to pick the right people that I want to work with and go on trips with guys that I want to go on trips with. You know, being uh, on tour, the intensity of it was that you traveled around with 40 or 50 guys that all surf really, really good. Yeah. And it's just the level of intensity in the water, out of the water is just like next. It's like above and beyond. So now I get to like travel with three or four buddies, go to places that we want to go and film like movie sections you know i work close with my sponsors um and just so do you you, imagine imagine that so 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 taylor still was involved in he he gave a lot of footage to momentum generation or was he involved he was was he he the filmmaker or was it no 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 no. he was one of the yeah Yeah. he was in the movie so do you still make um uh, yeah because a lot of that was his footage right in 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 the movie but do you still make films with him or have you have you when was the last time do you think there will ever be a momentum generation like well, we, yeah, yeah, we made a film called Proximity oh, last yes. year, yeah, 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 yeah. and that just came out, it. and that was kind of a, it was an interesting kind of spin on it, where we took kind of surfers that are similar, so it was myself and Craig Anderson, mm. but kind of from two different generations, um, and we did some trips together and got to just hang and talk. We went to uh, Chile, mm. and uh, we also went to Japan, which was pretty cool. Yeah. It's just, do, do, you, do you sometimes just sit there and go, Holy shit! I get. I, I, I. You look back at what you've done and what you've achieved, and all those kind of things, and go, God. I. I. You know, as a kid growing up, I did like I had loved the spawn and now my whole career is just around what I love to do. Do you ever sit back and go, This is pretty freaking insane? Yeah, for sure. I yeah. trip out. Like mm. uh, I. I pinch myself all the time. Yeah. Like this year. This year alone. Like 
I, I, I call it like just the, the dream scenario. I got to go, I, I did a trip to Bali early in May. Mm. And then I, actually before that I went to Tahiti. So I did Tahiti, Bali and Fiji all in the, all in the same year. Right. Wow. And like, for me, those are like my three favorite places in the world to go to. Wow. I'm just like, wow, this can't go wrong. Uh, I, it's, I, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, a bit, bit off subject here, but <laughs> when you, because actually in that interview, Kelly says that you shaved your head and your hair was straight and then you shaved your head and then it grew yeah. back curly. It was straight. How crazy is that? His yeah. hair grew back curly. He grew, grew back an afro after he shaved his head. No, surely not. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was super I've weird. I've never I'm heard of that happening. Here. Oh, there, there's a photo right there. There's my bowl cut from like that. fifth that's, grade. That's yeah. insane. You look that's sick there. Straight hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah but straight hair. <laughs> I would be so stoked to have that hairdo back. Right? <laughs> but with, yeah, I, I've never heard of that happening. I, I, what, uh, did yeah. you shave it with a razor or something? Yeah, I, I, it was bald. I went, I went, yeah. And also when you, when you go to these, like, when you go to now, now that you've, you've retired and things like when you go to these like competitions or watch competitions and see all these kind of things, it, it, do, do people just go crazy oh, around you because you're the legend, the hero type thing? Do they go nuts? I, I try to slide under the radar. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't go to too many surf events, you know? See, but, if, I, uh, if I was you, I would go to every surfing event and just stand there. <laughs> and be like, hey, what's up? Uh, but also, like, oh, these, and all these young people, do you, has the surfing industry changed at all when you first started in the sense of, like, are people now more aggressive? Are they just pushing boundaries? Are they doing different things? Or is it kind of similar, would you say? No, it's evolved a ton. You know, I mean, we've got... Guys, when we were on tour, we traveled together as friends, right? We'd get three or four guys and we'd, we'd all rent one car and then rent a house together. And but isn't that way cooler? That's just like, that, yeah. that's what it should have been like, like the life, right. like a community, right? Totally. And nowadays I see, I, I was actually at an event in, in Bali and, you know, I looked around and it was like, this guy's traveling with his, you know, his parents and his coach and his masseuse. And, you know, I mean, everyone's got like their own little tribe and they all stick to themselves and they all are, it's, it's mm. rare. But that isn't, that isn't fun, right? You, you want it to be oh. a community and bring it back and everyone do it together. And it's about the love, uh, love of surfing rather than, but it's, like, got, but it's, got it's become more, a job. It's become a job. Yeah, it's become yeah. a job. But right? I guess also because, you know, there was a unique aspect to the momentum generation or having congregated in that one place at that one time and all being, uh, yeah. you know, pushing each other to, you know, the highest level. Yeah. You know, and, and so you had that bond from that, that time that you spent together, but then you're also just happened to be, you know, the best surfers in the world doing the, doing the tour. Yeah. So like, but, it, but now I guess people are more um, compartmentalized before they go onto the tour and they, yeah. you know, so, when, and they're more comp competitive from the outset, you'd say. Yeah. Like when I was 16, I started going to Hawaii and hanging out at Benji's house and it, I would go there in October and I would stay there till February. Mm. So like, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah. like forget about your family at home. Yeah. Like your family now became your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that was our, that happened for years and years and years. Like I didn't have a birthday at home. I mm. didn't have, I didn't spend any holidays what at home. What did your parents say yeah. about that? I'd, I'd, you know, send them faxes like every <laughs> once in a while. Like, hey, I'm alive, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, and that, that was it. And you were just o on yourself just going was, through it. There was no internet. We didn't yeah. have, you know, communi communication was so different back then, yeah. right? There's no FaceTime like, hey, check it out. Yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. Indo, <laughs> hanging out. But that's that that saves it so much better because I feel like then... You're so on an you adventure. You're on an adventure, right? And you rely on the people yeah. you're around. Yeah, like yeah. you really, 
you, you really absorb like what's mm. happening there. You're yeah. way more present. You're yeah. not thinking about like, oh, I'll just see what's happening somewhere yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I think, I think that that is like the... Which is... I just think that's so much cooler than well, like... I think it's way better. And it's actually, way better, man. Yeah, you know, That's what everyone's trying to get back to now. Yeah. Right? It's like, how do we become more present? So, well, actually... Completely, because this is why, you know, people are, but people worry... So, the, the past is for, like, depression. The future's for anxiety. You've got to live in the present and be in the now. And most people aren't doing that. And, yeah. and, and when we talk about meditation and things like that, that kind of, like, free spirit, like... Mm controlled like attitude is what people need to bring it back to well right? actually yeah. so a few years ago i went to uh, on a sort of solo surf trip to panama mm. and i went and i actually i left my phone at home so it, so i was kind of going around going i went to a place called santa catalina yeah uh, do you know it? yeah and then uh Boca del toro yeah uh, which and w- which was amazing and i didn't have my phone so i'd only go like on the internet cafe to check my emails or communicate with people and actually being on your own as well traveling you know, I think it's such a, you know, an introspective experience. And because I didn't have my phone, I was really just like, I wasn't distracted by anything other than yeah. my thoughts and like the, you know, the, the environment around me and like what I wanted to do. And well, that's yeah. the key. The key word is distractions, yeah. right? We're all surrounded by distractions all day long. Yeah, you can yeah. go on your phone at any moment and distract yourself for hours and hours. Right. Mm. So when do you have time to actually dive into your own self? And yeah. exactly, and then and then you don't spend that time with yourself, right? So I, I checked. We've been on tour, right, France and I. I, mean, I looked at my how many hours I'd spent on Instagram. Right. I'd spent fifteen hours on Instagram in the past ten days because we've been Whoa. sitting in the car. It's, it's yeah. what. Right. What is that? I like, mean, I was like, what the hell? I just can't. next time you're in an airport, just yeah. just put your phone down and 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 look around. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of people in an airport are staring at their phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Rob, dude, listen, this is all we got time for today because yeah. you, you got to you got to do so much today. <laughs> can we just say, uh, Rob, your movie is coming out, Momentum Generation. It's uh, you can digitally download on the fifth of November. That's right. Um, you are a freaking hero, man. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, like I said, you're the second coolest person. This is too much fun. B- well, besides well, me. We've got to do it again. Okay. And, well, and can we go surfing together? Yeah, yeah. For what, sure. Anytime. Right. I think he might murder you in the waves. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Come what? over to Cardiff Bay. Yeah, is Cardiff, that what you Bay. It? <laughs> Cardiff Bay. That, that's yeah, where yeah, yeah. Captain Hook first yeah. surfed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, man, yeah, dude, listen, you're, you're, thank you so much for coming on. You are thanks for having just, me. Yeah, the yeah. best. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Now TV, the streaming service as well. Um, and Rob, what we like to do at the end of every single episode is we ask our guest to leave our listeners with something inspirational wow that yeah. was it was yeah. that yeah. it put your, <laughs> yeah put, <laughs> put your phone down for a few minutes and just enjoy that moment you heard but it if here. you're listening to our podcast don't keep listening and then put it down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rob Chano, thank you man appreciate <laughs> it dude you're thank a hero you. thank you so much see you next week guys bye 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 bye